On this week's episode of the Fake Racers Podcast, Joe and Davey talk about a crazy Daytona, as well as looking ahead to the Daytona road course. I mean, enough is said, was calling Daytona crazy. We're going to do it again this weekend on the road course, and also talk about the USOL Red Bull Cup Series, as well as Davey finally getting to sit behind the wheel of his new go-kart that he's driving for a buddy down in Jacksonville. It's a packed episode. It's a long episode. You're going to have a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun recording it. Have a wonderful time listening, and here's Joe and Davey. And welcome to Fake Racers Podcast, episode number 19. Back to our normal format, Davey. How's it feel? Um, last week was pretty fun, but it's good to not have the pressure of a live show. I thought it was we fun. We're going we're gonna to do it more, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, especially during some uh, races, because I, I have a feeling we might have caught some people. You know, whatever. <laughs> we, can, we, can, we can figure it out. We'll do something. We'll hey, man, do something. maybe I'll get, like, the, what is it, like, the race view? I, I wonder if they still have that, where, like, has all the virtual cars driving around, and I'll get that. So yeah. stream that. Yeah, Just, they won't get mad at that. Watch them get mad at that. Um, fine. Bristol's here. Fresh off his cameo in Tommy's World this past weekend. That was that was that's my favorite <laughs> Tommy's world. So they're getting better and better each week. <laughs> the, the little zoom in on you when you when you pulled out the old phone, Slider. you're like this one, <laughs> this one. It was I don't know why, but it was just so funny. He did a great job with that as he always does. Um, but we have some real racing to talk about. Finally, well, not finally. I guess we talked about it a few weeks ago with the Rolex. But uh, well, we have the <sighs> NASCAR, which is what we what what we do here. We do NASCAR. We do NASCAR. Because we are NASCAR, because I am NASCAR. I am NASCAR. Shout out to that ad. That's a pretty good ad. It's not bad. Some of them are annoying. Some of them are pretty good. But, you know, it's what it is. Um, he's Davey Hazard. I'm Joe Twansky. You can find all the links to our socials in the description below. Make sure you like the JTN. Like the video. Subscribe to JTN. Wow. We didn't introduce ourselves. I'm Davey Hazard. He's That's Davey me. Hazard. He's got a Parker Klingerman shirt on, fresh off of not being able to qualify for truck race unfortunately that sucked uh-huh. it was yeah he he lost like a bunch of time over his single like he was doing single truck runs in mm-hmm. practice and he lost like six tenths yeah to put him in the show i mean that's a race winning truck in my opinion but alas it is what yeah, it is sam Mayer's in that truck this weekend uh, which is kind of lame considering parker would do better in that truck but well you know Chevy, probably, probably getting a GMS truck. Anyways, we're going to talk about the Daytona 500. That's what we're here to talk about mainly tonight, this episode. I'm recording this episode right after calling a wonderful TMP Cup Series race from Homestead. Um, Davey is up late as he always is, because um, he's a 20-something, right? That's what we 20-somethings do. 23, yeah. Yeah. It was mainly like the 20-something. It wasn't like I didn't know how old you were, because I knew you yeah. were like 23. I, I knew that. Dr. Pepper, yeah. 2311. Shut up. Was that, a, was that a good race, Joe? Did you have a good time? Oh, yeah, was I had a good time. Raining? It was a really good race. Yeah. They they always do a great job. They they do a good job of staying clean, yeah, unlike yeah. some other leagues we broadcast, USRL. <laughs> um, I like to throw shade at those boys. Um, when, we have, when the USRL has a good race, we have a really a good, good race. race. But when we have a bad one, it's... it's it stinks. It's... <laughs> That's coming from a guy that wins a lot of them. Um, <laughs> Yo, I am biased. I, I have fun, but... I know the broadcasters don't. We should probably run through the uh, the companion races, right? First. Uh, no, I want to talk about 500 first. 
Okay, well, I'm not going to have much to say on the companion races, so let's let's jump okay. right in the 500, then. Well, well, then we'll talk about companion races first. We'll, we'll... Well, I wasn't available for most of them. I was doing Valentine's Day stuff on Saturday oh. because of the 500, and I was mm. testing my cart Sunday morning. It was a whole thing. Which we'll talk about, too, on this episode. But companion oh, races, Austin Sindrick wins. Uh, first race for Xfinity Penske. Congratulations, Austin Sindrick. You survived. Um, it was really fast. Had a really great car. Um, was on pole because qualifying got rained out. Which, by the way, the procedure that they have um, to do qualifying this year, it's poo-poo. Uh, they're going to have the 40-car field this weekend, and guys like Jordan Anderson, and I mean, they're, who has funding and has a good car, most likely over some of these guys they're going to get in based off of last year's owner's points. Yeah. Um, that kind of sucks uh, with the way the format is. They're probably not going to be able to race until, I think, um, Circuit of the Americas is the first Xfinity race with practice and qualifying. God, that sucks. That's really crappy. Like, they should have at least done it for like the first however many races to set owners' points for the season. Just let them qualify. I mean, let them. I don't. Yeah, I know. I agree. I mean, they're already there. Yeah, but um. Yeah, I we're, know, we're I already get... getting off track tonight. This is going to be a great <laughs> episode. It's going to be a long one. I, I can already, I can feel it. About, we're talking directly about oh, the yeah. Xfinity series. Yeah. But um, speaking of Jordan Anderson, uh, finishes runner-up again by like that sucks. a fender uh, to that Ben sucks. Rhodes, Joe, a uh, friend of the show, Joey, uh, his favorite truck series driver because he gave him a sponge <laughs> um, by Homestead on Pit Road. I cannot believe that that's a real story. <laughs> hey, that, that's an story. actual thing. That's the thing. Got those dish fishes or whatever dish fish that he had on the car or in the truck. Um. Anyways, Arca race was run won by Corey Heim, but it was a terrible Arca race, so we don't have to talk much about it. Felt terrible for Jordan Anderson. Felt really good for Roper in the zero yeah. four truck. Um, it was a good run. People were kind of upset that he didn't make a you know more of a la- desperation block, and we're going to talk about desperation blocking, I think, in this episode. But, um. I, I think he part will. of that was probably, you know, they probably only don't they don't have very many trucks, so they're they're probably being a little conservative. He's probably thinking, hey, I don't want to tear this up, still gonna get a good really good finish. And that oh four team, they're always top fifteen speed, uh, for being a single truck small team. So Yeah. Um I don't know if you got anything to say about that, but Um all I have to say is that Corey Himes hauler driver passed me on the way back from Valentine's Day dinner. I was in Jacksonville, so I was driving back up home. Uh, well, also Gracie Trotter's hauler driver passed me, but Corey Himes' hauler driver like damn near ran me off the road. Ugh. I almost died. So not oh, Corey Heim fans, not Venturini Motorsports fans here. Nope, not Venturini Motorsports. Just tried to kill anymore. Tried to kill him. They tried to kill me and tried... my girlfriend. Oh my good. What would we do? Shout out Davy's girlfriend sure. Savannah for always liking all our tweets and stuff, which the rest of you should be doing, but you don't. So. Very supportive, and if you don't do that, I I don't know what to tell you. You're you're kind of you're lower on my list than my girlfriend. Look, look, we even got the matching glasses now. Cause Davy's new glasses, those are new glasses, right? Are those the new These ones? Are still my old ones. Well, my old we got one. matching my, glasses still. My new ones are at my new ones just shipped finally after like two yeah. weeks. So yeah. So I have a new look hopefully next week. It'll be great. We're going off the my, rails tonight. Oh man. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, it's, it's okay. a long night. Long I'm, night. We're I, all so crazy. I'm a little, I'm a little scared about what we're going to be talking about because I, uh, Daytona 500. Let's talk about that. Jump um, into it. You wanna, do you wanna start at the beginning of the race? Do you wanna talk about the end first? What do you wanna talk about first? Uh, we can, we can go chronologically here. The beginning of the race was, uh, um, okay. just absolutely silly. Uh, I'm sure you agree. 
Yeah. But that was an absolutely silly way to start the race. <laughs> and then the immediate rain and lightning after that literally dampened the whole race. I mean, it dampened the excitement. <laughs> it dampened the intensity. It killed off that race. 100%. Mm-hmm. Like that double whammy, if we had had one or the other, if it was rain or if it was just the wreck, probably would have been, probably well, been fine. And Fox... The pre-race show, I know everyone, you know, noon, 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 whatever. Sh- shut up. First off, NASCAR Twitter, sh- again, shut up. Shut You, you, there are so many more things that go into this. And I get like, oh, it happened, it happened two years in a row. It's Florida. They could have started the race, at, they could have had the noon start time and it could have rained. Like, it, you don't, you don't know, right? Yeah. Is the chance of rain a little bit higher? Yeah, it is. But to the network, to NASCAR, that risk is worth the reward of probably having more people able to watch. Anyways, that over. Shut up about noon. I get it. You want to start at noon. Whatever. It's not happening. So stop. Noon, noon probably makes sense for a lot of other racetracks on the schedule. But for Daytona, especially this weekend, mm-hmm. like, All this the weekend hype. was a little weird. We had a lot of We had a lot of rain run through in general that isn't normal. You know, normal. Like for some reason NASCAR comes into town and rain follows, but like <laughs> as far as February goes, we don't get rain often like that where it's like all week, all weekend. I mean, we're still getting downpours here in Florida, but um, yeah, I like I I would see the noon argument if we we're talking about the August race, but we're not. So I I think noon. I think people clamoring for noon are are, are worried about the wrong race and the wrong problems with that race. But anyway, oh. that is what it is. Like there's tracks like. You know, Talladega is a track that doesn't have lights, and it seems like we have rain there every couple of years. Maybe that's when you start you start earlier than three, which they do. Exactly. But you know, Daytona has lights. It's the biggest race of the year. If you can, you want to try to get as many people to watch. Also, Fox did a fantastic job with their pre-race show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike, that was very good. Mike Joy said it, and I think when when you know when someone that's affiliated directly with the program says something, we kind of we go, oh, you know, you do the eye roll like. But it was a really good pre-race show. I also watched um, Ryan McGee. I always call him Marty McGee because Marty and McGee is their little radio show with Marty Snyder and Ryan McGee. Uh, They did an E60 about Earnhardt's crash in 01. It was at noon on ESPN and about all the safety that can't. That if you have a chance, that is a fantastic watch. Um, It's a completely different tone than uh, like they had Dale Jr. Do a um, they had a segment about the senior wreck in 01, you know, 20 years and all that. Um, but it was a completely different tone from that other piece, and that E60 was really, really good. And I know they put a lot of time into it. So if you get a chance to watch it, you have the ESPN app, you should be able to watch it for free. Um, huh. to log right. in. I so, didn't, even, didn't even catch that. I'll have to yeah. check it out. It was really good. It was really good. So you should check that out. But Fox's pre race show was fantastic. I mean, they had the Jordan Hamlin Bubba interview, they had. Uh, they did the interview. They had Tom Rinaldi, who, do, who used who, who used to work for ESPN, that did all the awesome um, features on College Game Day. I know you don't care about college football, Davey, but you know that's okay. But it was it was, it was, it was good. It was, a rec- it was a recognizable voice at least. Like I I knew the like I, like I understood exactly. And that was a fantastic piece. I mean they even, they got Ryan Newman to cry. Like Tom Rinaldi <laughs> got Ryan Newman to cry. I mean that's big, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was really good. Um, they did the l- uncomfortable questions interview with the Emmanuel Achu with Larson, obviously. Um, that one, I f- I think Larson didn't know exactly what he was going into in that nope. interview, but I think they did it. The questions that were posed to him were very good and they were very important. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if he like aced the interview. 
but I think he did a good job at least trying to protect NASCAR, which I think is probably the whole point of that interview was to protect NASCAR more so, but I think it did a very good job. Um, but overall, I mean, pre-race was fantastic. It I, I know good. I know it's probably not an argument for, you know, against, you know, for people that want the race to start earlier, but they did a really think, good job. I think for the for a race like the Daytona 500, pre-race is part of it. Mm-hmm. Pre-race is, I, I don't care about pre-race for any other race, but pre-race for the Daytona 500 has, has always been a little bit different. It's yeah. always been a little bit more important, you know. Yeah. It, it sets the tone for a lot of things, and I think I think it was, to- I think you you're totally right to comment on it. Cause like it's, it was fan. Number one, it was really good. And number two, I think it's like important. And, and it's like, whatever. well, especially with them going with this greatest season ever Logan. Yeah. For their coverage. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you had, they had to execute and they did. Um, and having Chris Myers back too was, I always like, you know, I, I, I hate that they got rid of him from the NASCAR mm-hmm. coverage. Um, but having him back was really cool. Um, anyways, race starts, and, uh, uh, we get the lap three tribute, Derek Cope wrecks in turn three, race out an early yellow, kind of wish Ty Dillon was in that spot, but you know, whatever. Um, Yep, yeah, it's fine. (laughs) It's totally fine. Big, big Gaunt Brothers racing fan over there. Um, (laughs) the, uh, pain. I mean, we can talk, we'll, we'll talk about charters, I'm sure, sometime this year, other than, uh, talk about them all night i think we talked about them even on our live show last week we talked we about it. it's going to be a topic of conversation especially um as the season goes on and these cards look even worse um what a great way to talk about rick Ware racing um <laughs> that's fire spire had both their cars up in the top 15 so i mean maybe we should stop I don't- we should clump them in just just throwing that out there they got justin haley in the 77 right. this weekend anyways Derek cope rex early that brings out an early caution kind of i think everyone's kind of got a little antsy um yeah. and then uh let's talk about that lap what was it 15 14 whatever lap 14, 14 14 let's talk about the wreck that took out half the field um with my least favorite driver not really but kind of um christopher bell um and yeah. kyle bush um davy i'm gonna ask you because you're gonna be a little more unbiased than me i think with this because i, I want to blame it all on that 20 car um cause that wreck and uh yeah <laughs> let's start there <laughs> um it was god you don't want to i don't want to call that a racing deal because i think that's being <laughs> that's being too nice to the people who are involved mm-hmm. i think it was i think it was the whole inside line pushing that early like mm-hmm. four cars back why why yeah, I mean, why, Joe? Why? Tell me why, Joe. I can't. I, I exactly, can't rationalize can. it. No as, one can. Has someone that has gone his entire life doing risk reward analysis for the most minor things in everyday life? I don't. I don't get it. Um, for you did if you were underneath a rock, that's the only way you would have missed this because you know this was all they talked about for like six hours. <laughs> yep. Um. <laughs> noon. 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 Um. Chris Rebell got a big push from Kyle Busch and then decided to hit Eric Almirola in the right rear. Um, it's hard to tell if Busch maybe gave him too too big of a shove, caused the car to go squirrely. But either way, Bell just kept running with it 
And I don't know if he was trying to go three wide. Almirola came up. I, I, I don't recall the wreck too much because I kind of am trying to block it out of my memory because it took out, you know, a bunch of heavy hitters. Took out Almirola, who looked really good. Um, the 43 of Eric Jones. I know I'm an Eric Jones fan, but he had gone all the way back from, you know, 30 something and he was up into the top 10. Um, whether that because he a lot was pushed. of really fast yeah. cars, that car was involved. Um, Newman was involved, which I know that was just heartbreaking type story. Right. Um, Kurt Busch was involved and it seemed like he was he was going to have a good run this year. Uh, there are a lot of guys that seem like they're going to have a good run. And they're not getting off to the start that they wanted. Uh, I'm trying to think. What other big names? Did I get them all? Uh, uh, Byron was in it. Yeah. Was Bowman. Fast. Bowman. Bowman Benedetto. Tyler Reddick, but he was able Tyler to keep Reddick. driving around <laughs> in a mod. Barely. Barely. Hey, 191, <laughs> man. That's still faster than Rick Ware cars. Um... <laughs> Tyler Reddick you know, was I, faster I than a... the front end of the car. Jesus Christ. But. I have a, I don't, it kind of sucks that like some of those teams stuck around for six hours looking at their bent up race car only to come back after the red flag and realize that they can't fix it in time or they run out the caution clock and then they pack up anyway. Yeah. It's almost what like can the, we do it. What can we do about that? Like what, what, uh, like what can we realistically do about that? But and well, let's, let, let's ignore. I know the caution clock's a dumb rule. You damage don't tell me damage vehicle it's policy. Rule. It's not caution clock. Caution clock is. That that stupid sorry, truck twenty minute clock. rule. Crash okay. clock, crash lock, clock, yeah, crash, crash clock. clock. <laughs> it's the same thing to me. Crash is. clock is what I meant. Um, what, like what? I, like I obviously we we got to get rid of the. I I think we should get rid of the crash clock because it's just yeah. it's a useless rule. It doesn't do anything. All it does is make it, it, it makes teams saves. make more dangerous. Yeah, yeah, it makes teams make more dangerous decisions though. Like it's well, and it goes back to that whole cost benefit analysis, right? I mean that's that's. What it comes down to the noon, the noon versus three o'clock. That's what it comes down to for this policy. Um, this policy, though, I mean, we're putting drivers at risk. I mean, Tyler Reddick's out there with pretty much a chassis for the, you know, in front of the windshield. I, I, I know, like, you know, that all that sheet metal doesn't really do much in the grand scheme of things, but it does. Um, I mean, if you want to even think about it, it puts the fans at risk too because. You know, shit flying off the cars. A piece swore. of debris can come off the car, you know? Like, yeah. if a car's still running fine and the fucking rear end's tore up, like, like Byron. What if a piece of the rear. Yeah, exactly. What if it. What, what, what if that gets into. What if that happens on the front stretch? Like, mm -hmm. you know? No, or, or and, the, yeah. And NASCAR just chooses not to black flag these guys, too. Sometimes, you know, like. They, they, right? Um, I get it. But. I don't know. It. It's that cost. It's cost benefit. They think that the the cost is too much for the teams to try to you know go squeeze a couple. I think they should, right? I don't think they should have this rule. It's dumb. It was always a dumb rule. Remember when Matt Kenseth, um, in that playoff race that one year at Kansas, he had he had something happen and they just lost track of time and he had to retire because of it, or he went behind the wall because he thought he could but he couldn't. Which that, yeah. that's on them for making that mistake, but also we all knew it was a stupid rule, yeah. Right, that was taking them out of chance to win a championship. Yeah. Um, it's dumb. But early Rex, I mean, I I put that one on C Bell. I do. I think he could have done a better job. Um, him and El, uh, him and Kyle Busch, right? 
I guess you, think Bell, you, you, you put that on Seabell. I think he could have done a better job. I think he could have done a better job. I think he, he could have hit that 10 car a little more square instead of, you know, right rearing him. But mm. I, I mean, it's plate racing, right? I mean, it, that's that's such a terrible thing to say because it, it, it's just it's kind of overlooking the problem. Which uh-huh. is these guys don't give each other enough respect in these big races. Um, we're gonna well, have a good discussion. We're gonna Jeff. have a good discussion. Have a good discussion here, because um, because really, not a whole lot happened when we no, went back. No, we uh, we single filed out for most of the race. Denny Hamlin, you know, had the best car by a mile. Mm-hmm. Um, at twenty three was fast. Eighteen was the Gibbs cars were all really fast this year. Um, Hamlin was at the fastest, but the, all the Gibbs cars were really good. Harvick's car was really good. Um, I mean, Priest was good. Priest was really good. That Priest that was, was a shame that night. he wasn't able to at least make a charge at the end. Um, I want to talk about something else though. Um, because like coming to the stages, you know, stage points are always a big thing, right? Mm. They're they're always a big thing. Um, because they're they're they are important for playoff seating in the end of the end of it. Um, why would you wait? Until the last lap to try to make a move to win the stage. If you're starting fifth and you're single file all around the top, was it just? What do you think? It was it just the lack of you know not trusting people around you to go with you? Was it? I mean, because we we've had this in our own races before, <laughs> where we're single file around the bottom, and someone goes out to make a move, and then no one goes with them. Yeah, I think it's that because there's less on the line with the stage. Technically, there's like there's less points on the line. There's less incentive to make that move. So you make it when there's not as when there's not a lot of time for you to get completely, like, fucked over. <laughs> you know, like you make it when you there's still when there's still maybe time where you can you know salvage a couple points by not falling all the way to the back or what have you. Um, that that's at least where my thinking is. Like, if I were to make a move, I would I would do it late and see where I can get, and if I don't get anywhere, I, I, I can probably slide back in the top ten, you know, before we get back around and I lose all my points, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. These drivers, these drivers make... I, I can... I, okay, here's a quick thing. I don't know why these drivers wait so long to make moves. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, you asked me that question, I have no idea. I'm guessing. Why do right. they wait so long to make moves? We sit here and we watch Daytona 500 and Dega races fly by every year. They make the runs too late or they make the moves too late and, and they can't get the runs. Obviously, this package is a little bit different. But even before this package, like it blew my it blows my mind how we wait so long to get our, I mean, these guys are paid to know how these races work. And they sit there and they wait until the last lap and it becomes either A, a clusterfuck, or B, they stall out the run on the backstretch because, guess what? They need the momentum, but they don't have it, so they have to try and make it work. And then they pull out a line, and then they lose 20 spots because they didn't let the momentum build up because they waited until the last fucking lap. Anyway, these guys are paid to do that, and they do it every fucking week. And they sit there and they still make the same mistakes over and over again. Yeah, I mean, it, it was like what they like they had seven Chevys lined up and they just mm-hmm. didn't try to make a move. Um, I, and that that's another thing that I, I'm sick of is the is the manufacturer. manufacturer loyalty. Yeah, it's dumb. I get it, but I get also, the pitting. The pitting, I get. Yeah, that's fine. Like I get that. 
But the the whole a few years ago when Chevy was like, you have to push a Chevy. Oh my god. They started was... it. They started it. Because they saw a Stuart Haas that fall before. Their four cars, remember, where they just they were able to like gap the field and hold mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, we gotta do that. But with 20 I cars. They, I remember when it was like a red flag at like a dagger race and they took all the Chevy drivers <laughs> into a meeting. Yeah. I I was disgusted. I yeah. was so goddamn upset when that happened. Anyway. But that's a, that's a topic for another day. All right. You want to get to the end of this race then? You want to talk about we'll that? Get to the end of this race. All right. Um, you start us off, Joe. You start us off. I'm, I'm going to take you through those last five laps. Okay. You know, we're running single file. They keep talking. Clint Boyer, Jeff Gordon. Clint Boyer did a really good job this week, I think, of at least um, building some faith and he'll be able to do this announcing job. I, I want to come back to Clint Boyer, actually. Okay, we'll yes. talk We'll talk about that at the end. Um, Five laps to go. Uh, You know, they're talking, oh, someone's got to make a move, someone's got to make a move, and the guy's towards the back. You know, one guy will drop out of line, see if he can do the thing where he pulls the guy back, which you executed in a race we did last night. Um but these guys were um they were doing that they were doing that and uh nothing and then you start seeing Keselowski three laps to go he did it perfect right he he sat way back off of Harvick coming into three with on the three to go lap then the two to go lap you know had that whole head of steam coming off of two was able to make the pass on Harvick took McDowell with him and they both got by that four. They got back in line pretty much, and it was single file again. Uh, white flag, right? Logano's out front. Big brain Joey Logano out front with TJ Majors up on the roof. Um, which TJ's a really good spotter because in the end, he's not the guy behind the wheel of the race car, and Logano knows what. Uh, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, Kislowski doing the same thing, right? Austin Dillon made a move. I think he had Priest go with him. Someone went with him. Um, Kislowski stuck with McDowell down the back straightaway instead of trying to go in front of Dylan until going into turn three where uh, they both got low. Cause I think McDowell had a run on Kozlowski. I can't pull it through my head. I was so terrified after this next part um, going into turn three. Kozlowski has a run low. McDowell's all over his back bumper. It's hard to tell exactly. I don't remember if they showed an overhead shot of what happened, which would have been extremely helpful in this situation. Cause it was extremely helpful with the lap 14 wreck that, is a very similar, um, just a little different, right? Um, Logano's about, you know, he's middle of the track. He comes down. Brad's getting a push. It's hard to tell if the two goes up and the 22, the 22's coming down to make a block, right? A bad block. Mm-hmm. And, uh, big wreck, big fireball. I am shaking because, uh, first off, I am pissed off that my driver didn't win, right? Yep. That's where I start. And then I see the big fireball. And I'm like, oh shit, somebody's hurt. Because that same wreck happens last year where a car goes up and gets T boned right in the door, in the driver's door. They just and they were going just as fast. Um It's that it's the it was eighteen a bush that got hit Kozlowski was up on the roof, Cindric right in the driver's door of Bush's car. Yeah. Very um, violent, very big fireball. It's yeah. a very violent crash. Um, you know, and they're like, oh, Michael McDowell's won. We think Michael McDowell's won. And I'm just sitting there, like, gutted because, one, Kozlowski didn't win, and he got fucked over by a teammate. Kind of. We'll talk about it. 
Um, <laughs> and also, I'm thinking there's no way he's getting out of this car, mm-hmm. right? And that's that's the next thing. I see Kyle Bush, and I'm like, oh shit, there's no way Kyle's getting out of his car either. And he's already had that bad wreck at Daytona, right? Where he broke yeah. both of his legs. And I'm thinking, he's not getting out of his car either. See Keselowski gets out of his car. There's the, the video going around of him absolutely yeeting his helmet at the car, which I think that just, that's, that's promotion. That's promotional material right there. Yeah. Um, that should, if, if you never watch Daytona 500, if you never watch NASCAR, you never watch racing in general, when it's one of these big marquee events, you know, Daytona 500, uh, 24 Hours of Little Ma, Indy 500, uh, Monaco Grand Prix, those the big crown jewel races in all of motorsports, not just, you know, NASCAR, IndyCar, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that sums up the emotions, right? I I was scared. I was scared someone was dead, Davey. That's, I mean, we can start there. We can talk about the move. Um, I mean, it, it, it really is like a, it is like a, Okay, I mean, we can start with the move, I guess, where, you know, I think it's really fair to, I, I think it's fair to say that not all of that wreck was on Joey Logano. Obviously, mm-hmm. there's a million factors involved, involved here. The two's getting a big push with huge closing ray on the 22, and McDowell's not letting off. Brad's not going to give up, and Joey Logano, Dan... Joey Logano being Joey Logano is going to, he's going to, he's going to make that block. He's going to call the crash. Yeah. He's he's going to do that. Yep. It doesn't matter if he's clear or not, he's going left and he's going to get to the apron, whether he gets to the apron sideways or whether he gets to the apron in front of the nose of the two car, it doesn't matter. He's going to turn left. And that's what my problem is, right? That's what my problem is because it doesn't matter if Joey Logano is clear or not. He was going to turn left anyway. Because he wasn't going to win if he doesn't turn left. He's like exactly. a shot, right? And, yeah. that, and, that, and that's a shot, and and you know whatever that is, what it is. But I think that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. I think that's shitty. I think that's I think that's really fucking disrespectful to a lot of drivers who lost their lives driving in this race. And I, I think it's it shows a severe lack of accountability by the drivers today over you know the people that they're racing against and the moves that they're making. You can you can sit here and talk to me and tell me all day about how oh well Joey Logano's gonna block what Joe oh yeah Joey Logano who's uh, Joey Logano blocks yeah, it's Joey Logano's fault ha ha meme like you can you can sit there and you can like be mad about the fact that Joey Logano is over aggressive in these events and 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 accidents like this you can sit there and say that oh well he's just trying to win the race he's just trying. It's the end of the Daytona 500. Of course he's gonna block. Well, oh, it's he, the package's fault. He just he just about fucking killed two people. Mm-hmm. What the tune's gonna fucking change when we do kill someone? When we have to bury a driver or a fan because someone makes a smooth brain block going into the trioval? We're lucky no one's gotten into the crowd yet. We've had cars with the height to get in there, just not the trajectory. There's no accountability on the dri- in some of these drivers' minds. There's no accountability of the moves that they're making. I don't care how many times you sit there and tell me it's the end of Daytona 500. He can just as quickly make the decision to regain, not do the stupid block that's not going to work. If he drops back to fifth, he drops back to fifth. He can still have a shot off of four with the closing rate. Oh, we saw that he in the truck just, race too. <laughs> he can he can just as quickly make that decision as he can to throw a hopeless block. Yeah, I think the. I don't get it. 
I, and, and I just ah, it just drives me nuts that uh, we're we're gonna have to kill a driver for drivers to understand that you can still get hurt. Well, and there there's a difference between the wreck that happened um, this year and the wreck that happened with right. Mm-hmm. Um, in a lot of ways, and it's not to say that it's okay that it happened the way it did, but Newman's wreck was a freak accident, right? You have a car that gets turned around hard into the wall. The wall does its job, right? The wall, mm-hmm. the wall does the soft wall does its job. There's, Safe barrier does its job. Um, you can't fault Ryan Blaney for that. Newman was throwing blocks. Blaney had momentum. You're coming to the checkered flag, right? It wasn't that. And those blocks were a lot better than this one because, again, Kozlowski had his nose underneath. The, the, the way the Logano car turns and Kozlowski's car continues to follow it means that... That was quarter panel. Right. That was quarter panel. That was enough to where you weren't going to be clear. Um there's a difference here, right? There, there's a difference between the Newman wreck because the Newman wreck happens and that car hits the wall and then it lifts because of the, the banking there. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't, I haven't looked at data. I haven't looked at whatever. My opinion this happens. The car takes a big enough hit. Right. I'm sure that some part of the car was compromised enough to let the air get under the car. Exactly. He, he hits the wall. LaJoy comes impact. And that, that's why that wreck was so bad, and that's why we all thought Ryan Newman was dead a year ago, right? Um, this wreck's different. This wreck's different for a lot of reasons. This wreck is the result of what you can call a bad block. This wreck is a result of crazy runs that you get with the package that they're currently running. This wreck's a result of, I mean, this this wreck has a lot of ways that it can be prevented, and I think what your point is that the easiest way to prevent it was to show a little more respect for your fellow drivers, not throw that block. Am I, am I getting the gist of what you're you were saying? Uh, a little more, more respect. I I know it's hard to look at. I, I know it's hard to look at your favorite driver who has built a reputation for being the, this this reputation for being the. Uh, the racer guy and the guy who is going to win at all costs. You know, it, that's so noble and it, it's really good for media hype. It's not very good for Driver finishing safety. out these races and, and not killing someone. Yeah. Um, my big thing is, I mean, you would think there'd be a little more respect there with a teammate. Um, this is something that Logano pushed Keselowski through a wreck last year in the 500. I mean, he, everyone, and then everyone points at that 2014 Talladega race where Logano was a lap down and was blocking for him. Um, Logano was a lap down blocking for the race that he had been. He were, were a different, Denny Hamlin also, was a lap down in the clash and pushed his teammate. Also, through. people who are bringing that up, fuck that. That's stupid. Yeah. That's stupid. Uh, that That's was stupid. what? It's, it doesn't even seven matter. Seven years ago? <laughs> like, that does, none of that even matters. Yeah. Like. Um, plus Logano's won a 500, right? I mean, and, and not to say you shouldn't want to win another one, not to say, but, um, there's, it, yeah, there's a inherent lack of respect for driver safety. With the, and, and again, like you're, you're hitting my point on the head. You're, you're, you're absolutely getting it right. And again, like, again, my problem is it with it isn't like. Isn't Joey? My problem isn't that Joey Logano wants to win the race. It's that he's willing, uh, like uh, he's willing to do something like that. I would take I would take a poll of every NASCAR fan who's watched a hundred races in the past, I don't know, four years, right? 
If they've watched over 100 races, I would take a poll and I would ask them, leading coming into the white flag lap, Joey Logano leading, do you think there's going to be a wreck to finish this race? Every single one of them would say yes. Because and, we know Joey Logano isn't going to give it up without causing a wreck. And that's if there's going to be a wreck, he's going to block. That's why those... Whether he's clear or not, he is going to block. And that is my fucking issue, is that he has... No fucking respect for other drivers' position around him. And there are other drivers who do this. I'm not saying it's just a Joey Logano problem, but Joey Logano is notorious for it. I'm not going to sit here and say that every single wreck that people meme on him about is his fault. I think that's asinine. I think that's dumb. But more often than not, he's at the root of these, he's at the root of these accidents. And why? Because he's willing to make that dumb block regardless of if it's going to work or not. He does it anyway because there's a... 0.01% chance the other driver might back out of it or something. Yeah. Like, I, I don't understand what the reasoning is, but he will do it anyway, and he will shove his car there, and he will cause a wreck 9.9 .9 times out of 10. And it drives me fucking nuts. Well, and the other thing with Logano and the way he drives these super speedways is um, he doesn't really care if it's not going to benefit him. You've, you've seen that, right? When the Fords are all lined up, he's the first guy to try to make moves. Last year, McDowell, or two years ago, McDowell didn't try to push him and tried to pass him, and he got all pissed. Because, oh, we're four teammates, and McDowell was like, we're going to talk about it in a minute here. Um, <laughs> we got to talk about that eventually. Uh, but I, there's still so much more with this wreck. Um, but Logano did that. He, he said, oh, McDowell wasn't a good teammate. didn't try to help me. Um, well, that's why people don't try to help you win, Joey Logano, because you're out here trying to win at all costs and they know you're gonna not gonna show them the respect i don't know if that's um i mean we can talk about spotting too right i mean a guy like tj majors i'm thinking is probably a little more hands off there at the end um you know saying oh two's got to run 34 with um three other blocking the three on the bottom um that type of stuff but you know I mean, we can we can go and blame spotters if we want. Wreck like that happens where it's that bad. Um, spotters definitely not calling him clear when he makes that block, right? No, and no. And all that you can meme about TJ Majors too, if you want. Now he's not Dale Junior. Spotter, but um, you know, Junior wasn't wrecking the field like Logano has. Oh, hey. And I want to. I want to also like. You know, go back like not go back on anything, but I want to I want to say like I'm not I don't I'm not a Joey Logano like hater like I like like Joey Joey is a perfectly fine race car driver. He's very talented and he's very fast. I know you don't have that same luxury to be as unbiased because well, he's kind of been a shit teammate to Brad. Yeah. But like <laughs> you know, there's a reason there. But like I, I I don't even mind Joey that much, but he's just at the root of all of these accidents so often that it, it's. I, I, I like I seriously I look at his car leading a plate race at the end and I just I like there's gonna be a wreck. There's gonna be like I, I there's not many other drivers that I look at during a plate race when they're leading at the end and I can be like that that is going to be an accident. Yeah. We are going to end this race under yellow because of that car. Or that car is gonna be at the root of that. Well and the other thing too, um and this isn't like an attack on Joey Logano the person or oh. But when it comes to these super speedways, I, I don't know if it's, you know, if he does have a lack of respect for other guys. I think he's probably his whole career has had to be the fighter, right? I think people, you know, you, when you're a Cup That's Series right. driver at 18, you kind of have to, you, you're cut from a different cloth. Mm -hmm. um, 
so I think that's also part of it, right? He's kind of, no one's, you know, people have been like, oh, you're so privileged, you're so, you know, and he's had to fight, right? He gets kicked out of the Gibbs car, and he has to fight. He gets this opportunity at Penske, and it's skyrocketed. Is that because Joey mm-hmm. Logano's Penske's better than Gibbs? No, probably not. Probably Joey Logano's matured and realized he's got to be, he's got to take what he wants. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, when it comes to these plate races, he's uh, a little, little stupid with that take. It, beca- it's, it becomes a little more weaponized at the speedway mm-hmm. races. I mean, seriously, Joey Logano, the person, seems absolutely fine. And I, I, I like Joey Logano when, I, when he's racing anywhere else. It's like it's totally fine. He's just an aggressive race car driver anywhere else. But you go to the super speedways and it's like you put someone on, it's three sizes too small. Yeah. And it's absurd. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, people are going to say, well, that's the, that's the package. package we got. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, oh, I will, I will go off on that. <laughs> I am, I, I will not stand for that bullshit. I'm, I am over, I'm over blaming everything but the fucking drivers about yeah. incidents. Yeah. I could go on and on about IndyCar and Pocono and IndyCar and Indy and how those, how those are exactly the same, but Pocono had the bad luck, so now Pocono's an unsafe track. Bullshit. Same deal here. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's, it, it, you know, the package has fast closing rates that is, inherently going to be it's more difficult for the catchy. drivers it it gives them more of a challenge honestly and but you're you're seeing that with more of a challenge there and then they seem to also be more willing to do stupid shit right mm-hmm. they're not they're not adjusting the way they drive to the harder challenge yeah it's you know you you would think you would think ryan newman almost dying last year would be a wake-up call and then he, he yeah, posts but... that it was a fantastic video it was such a fucking relief when he was seen walking out of the hospital with his daughters in hand but at the same time like you just knew that that was all the concerns were erased in that moment like you'll be fine well bringing up newman um big thing here uh we we don't i don't know how much you want to talk about it because i've kind of like like i said i was i i i thought i just saw someone die I I had I, I didn't watch the 500 last year. I was I was at a hockey. I was at a U of M hockey game against you know Michigan State. So I was at the hockey game because the rain got rained on. The race got rained on. The rain got rained on. Goodness. I know what you meant. Yeah, I call it too. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I didn't see the Newman wreck live. So I didn't you know go through all those emotions like everybody. I mean I I saw it when I got back in the car because I got a phone call from my mom because I'm a big Ryan Newman fan here. <laughs> And uh got my Ryan Newman 2002 rookie lamp. Gotta love NASCAR merch. Um, but I, I, I was sure someone was gonna be hurt, not able, to, and they both get out of their cars. Like you said, uh, we can talk about safety improvements all day. We, there is a big light shown on, you know, shine a lot of light on safety and all the innovation since the Earnhardt wreck in 01 no one's died since then you know thought someone died last year but you know we forgot because walked out of the hospital okay and now yeah. we're gonna forget about this one got out of the cars even though um if you look at that two car i i i still have no idea i mean you could tell you could tell kyle was in pain oh yeah yeah that official was like looking around like uh like he was talking to kyle and he was kind of like anyone one of those, one of them has to have hurt. a concussion. Kyle probably has a concussion. Yeah, I, I, I really hope they take that seriously too. I hope he gets checked up. Oh, they do. Like they regularly. Do. They do. Like, well, I mean, like regularly, like, like throughout the week as well, because we, we do not need to, we do not need to lose a driver. 
we 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 had this was, and there's a really good video i don't know if you've ever saw the video it's called three before february mm-hmm. on youtube yeah. by brock yep. beard fantastic video i we do not need that again yep. we do not need we do not need ryan newman nearly dying we do not need uh, a concussion riddled kyle bush and or brad keselowski and we do not need we do not need any more warning signs to to let us know that there's a problem somewhere yeah there's something there's something going on with these super speedway races that we need to figure out whether it's whether you agree with me about the driver stuff or not it's it's fucked it's mm-hmm. bad and, and we're gonna we're i mean we're we're seriously gonna hurt someone yeah we're gonna we're gonna bury a driver or a fan before we know it mm-hmm. it's just gonna happen like it, it's pure luck that it hasn't happened yet well, I... and like and like what <laughs> can you do because you can't you can't Try predict everything with... but hey man i'm gonna do my best to go to safety I, after last night i uh that's uh always been to be on a race team an engineering degree to try to get into R&D a safety device not because there's a lot of freaking work and that that's that's more important work than making a race car go fast on my opinion that that will never be done like that will never be a complete completed Mm -mm. nope we're never gonna make it 100% safe and these drivers know that but it just sucks when one driver seems to not care um and even like Brad's post-race interview Dude was so salty. I love Brad, he was man. Pissed. He was pissed. He, he's, Understandably so. He's getting back to like how he was earlier on in his career. He had a couple of years where I think he was trying to like mellow it out because people didn't like it, and now he's kind of going back to it with like the whole next time someone throws a bad block, I'm gonna wreck him. Then he wrecked mm. Byron because Byron did it again to him. <laughs> and uh <laughs> Byron fucked around and found out. Yeah. Just um, right now. This podcast is very R rated, by the way. <laughs> yeah, this one th- that race was just crazy hopefully you're not under the age of like what's a good age now like i feel like kids know all these bad words like if you're not like 16 or 17 just don't let your parents know that you listen to it if they care but you know we put we don't actually (laughs) put language warnings i should probably do that um (laughs) it's marked explicit on spotify so that's that's, and apple music i think we're on apple music now that's a good little plug we're on google podcasts and stuff and maybe i don't know about that one we are Oh, let's we go. Are. It was, I, I had a friend Google it. <laughs> they, they Googled our podcast and then they showed up on Google Podcasts. We're, we're there. But, um, yeah, I mean, Brad's comments after the race, you could see he was kind of biting his tongue about Logano. Um, McDowell also, you know, kind of just pushed him through the wreck, which, you know, he's got to do in that situation, right? He's not the one that threw the awful block. Um, but let, let's talk about that because now we, I think we've talked about the ending of this race for like 20 minutes now. I, we got to probably talk about the winner. Michael McDowell wins his first career race, um, uh, most known for obviously that Texas, right? Uh, Texas wreck wins his first race with a crazy wreck. Um, was really worried they were going to try to give it to Chase <laughs> when I saw that. I was that. waiting. I was I was away. I, I knew. I, I was like, the fix is in, boys. That, 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 <laughs> I saw that splitter was cracked. I was like, something's gonna happen. <laughs> but um, so, something's gonna happen. Did you see the cracked splitter on that car? On the thirty-four. Splitter. Spoiler. Spoiler. On the thirty-four. Yeah. Oh man, no, I didn't. Oh There's boy. A, yeah, it has a cracked spoiler on like the the right right side of the spoiler. It's like it's like it's like bent back and down. I wonder if it was from that wreck though. I mean, he it barely got. Him, he right. probably. They probably just said, "Oh, I was." Right. Plus, if they would have took that away from him, oh man, there would have been. <laughs> that would not have been good. Apparently, he was in tech for a little bit 
like a, I saw a tweet from Jeff Gluck. He was asked like, "How's tech going?" And they just said it was ongoing. And so that, that was probably what that was was them looking Trying at to that. Figure it wasn't designed to break or some silly stuff. Yeah. You know, Front Row Motorsports, obviously, big-time R&D, but make a spoiler yeah. that'll break on purpose. You know, I'm, re- I'm really happy for Front Row Motorsports. They yeah. won themselves a lot of money. Yeah. I'm <laughs> so, a, a high-paying race to win. After the whole Bristol thing with McDowell intent-wrecking Bubba, I kind of just, you know, I'm kind of like, okay, he's just he's just a dude. Yep. I'm not going to cheer for him, and then he wins the race, and I'm kind of like, eh. I, I don't know. Even this morning, I woke up angry. I woke up angry, man. I was like, <laughs> I was. I'm still so gutted over it because my guys, you know, every single year it seems like engine fails or he gets wrecked by a teammate or bonehead move by bonehead ex bonehead driver. Anyways, Michael McDowell wins. I don't want to get onto that too much because running, we're running with this one. Um, uh, McDowell wins 34. They're in the playoffs. That's a big thing. Congratulations. Uh, I saw, like, I had a couple friends say congratulations to Michael McDowell for his 16th place points finish this year, which I think is. <laughs> I mean, yes and no. I mean, <laughs> but, hey, he got okay speed sometimes. Um, he's, he's not going to finish better than that, but it, it's a big win for the team. It's a big win for him, especially because he's always, he's has the. You know, someone tweeted it. Best average finish in the last 10 Daytona races hmm. of 11.1, which it makes sense because that 34 car every year he's been in it has been up front mm-hmm. um, at the end of these races. So, I mean, well, deserved win. Um, kind of wish it wasn't the way it happened, right? I think, uh, again, kind of kind of pushed the two car through there, but that's okay. Uh, underdog wins, Davey. How's that? That's the greatest season ever, right? Yeah, woo! Was, I mean, it's exciting, it's cool, it's fine and dandy, but we're gonna, you know, it's a story, and it's gonna be a story, and then we'll come we'll come along to the Daytona Road Course next week, and uh, it'll be all about something else, so at the end of the day, like, it's a, it's a great win, and uh, congrats to Michael McDowell, it's been a long time coming from being the guy who is known for the, at yeah. Texas for proving so the that this at Texas, but now has a Daytona 500 trophy from being the guy that was known as, Hey, look, the COT works. Guy, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, right? the, the, the proven COT test dummy <laughs> who won a Daytona 500. Uh, but it, I mean, it's cool. I'm not hmm. a big, I'm, a, I'm not a Mike McDowell fan. I kind of lost some of that. Like, Oh, underdog driver stuff when he dumped Bubba in the open. Yeah, which, you exactly. Know, a lot of people did, but you know, it is what it is. I like Bubba. So, I yeah. was like, eh, okay, Michael McDowell, man. Meh, meh. I mean, yeah, like I said, like I said, really good for front row. Really yeah. good for front row. I mean, that, the Daytona 500 is a really high-paying race. That's really great for Well, that's going to probably pay for the team. That's probably, like, most of their budget for the rest of the year. You know? That's, fucking true, yeah. Um, And now they can, with that 34 car, they can kind of just coast and maybe try to work on making their program better, maybe try to make a run into the t- round of 12. Because mm. um, I, th- I think that's possible for them if they if they do everything right. I mean, um, if they really buckled down and improve, worked on only improving the car, yeah, you know, if, if that was if that was what that cash injection can do, you know, it's I, I'd say it's possible. I don't think it's likely. Yeah, well, it is really unlikely. <laughs> it's like when Almendinger won that, and El Morola won in twenty fourteen, and they got in. It was like, well, are these guys really going to make it out of this first round? And lo and behold, they did. Right? Yeah, but those um, guys probably had a better shot than I think McDowell does, though. 
It may be Almondinger, but I don't I don't think as much. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This Smithfield money, man, is weird. <laughs> Feel bad for Almarola because it seemed like he had a really good car. Hmm. Eric Almarola, Daddy Almarola. <laughs> but congrats to Michael McDowell. I I feel like we should talk more about it. I feel bad about not talking more about it, but you've probably seen so many interviews, so much post race covered. Oh, underdog wins the Daytona 500. I don't think you need that from us. Um, no, yeah, it's not what we do. Not what we do. But congrats, to Michael McDowell, do. front row. Loves, loves for getting. They've been a big time sponsor supporter for a while now, so that's good to see them get a victory. Yeah, that's another good point. Another good um, point. See a long time sponsor. Uh... And a big sponsor, a big sponsor, right? I mean, it's that's a consumer sponsor. Loves travel centers, so they're on the car a lot too. So with them and Speedco, good for them. Hey Joe, yeah, we're going road course racing next. We are. Look at Davey getting the transitions on, so I stopped babbling. Yeah, we're going Daytona road course racing this weekend, Davey. Uh, Clash was really good. Compared to, at least TV-wise, compared to the August road course race last year, they're they're, because they got rid of the spoiler, right? They got rid of the Mm -hmm. big-ass spoiler. Thanks, Mm -hmm. Dale Jr., for that. That will never die. That was really funny. That was good (laughs) stuff. Welcome. Was that that on NBC, or was that a... Yeah, okay, so that was the race. That wasn't just the... (laughs) Because I I thought that was practice for some reason. Yeah, that makes more sense. It was a race. He called it a giant-ass spoiler. Go ahead, anyway. Um... (laughs) Daytona Road Course, uh, a lot of guys have experience now from the Clash, like good mm-hmm. experience, right? Because I think this chopping the spoiler off is a big difference, especially I think we noticed it more in that front stretch chicane um, than we did necessarily in the back stretch. Uh, I would, I'm assuming they haven't made any changes to the bus stop on the back, so I'm sure we're going to have a dirt track out there because, again, hey, Davey, what were you talking about the drivers earlier causing all the problems? That was my big yeah. issue with the clash, and they're like, we need a caution, there's dirt all over the track. Well, maybe if you didn't run through the fucking dirt every time coming out of the bus <laughs> stop, there wouldn't be dirt all over the track, driver. Um, I mean, right? I'm not I'm not saying anything no, wrong. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. Um, it's definitely funny, it's just funny. Almondinger's gonna be in this race, in the cup race, 16. Um, yeah, he's gonna have a good run. I think, yeah. he sets, I think he sets that car on the top 10 easily. Ty Dillon's going to be in the race because there's only 40 cars entered, so he'll be in there. Um, Chase Elliott, at Martin Truex, those are obviously going to be your two favorites. They are the best, or at least Truex was the best in the Clash. We'll have to see if it's sunny or if it's overcast. You know, that's going to be a big difference if it rains. You no, know, got rain tires. Huh? Um, <laughs> but Wallace is having a good run at the end of the uh, the. The August like last, last year, yeah. The, the August one. Obviously, I, the weather the weather's going to change that track a lot, especially with all the rain the track's been getting. It's going to be super green. Yeah. Um. I also think that the 23 car, Ty, Ty Dillon, not the most prolific road course racer, Um. but that 23 seemed like they struggled in the clash, too. I'm a mm. little worried, but, you know, they, they're they coming off a really good speed weeks, I think, for a brand new team. Same with the night. With, we didn't talk about Juarez and Trackhouse, but they, they had a really good car for the 502, it seemed, and um, it's true. I wouldn't be surprised if that 99 is really good, because it seems like they're really invested, like, Justin Marks is really invested in making this Trackhouse thing work. Um, What else can we talk? Uh, sh- possibility of rain is going to be fun. 
right? Rain tires. Yep. It would be pretty cool to see some rain. That would be. It would. It would actually. I think. I actually think rain in this track would would go very well with the cup cars. I think it'll mix if it does rain. It'll, it won't be like the roll where it's kind of a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> where you where you don't have any drainage coming back onto the oval and it's just a big pool like the Xfinity race. That was bad. <laughs> that was... The Xfinity cars raced in the rain and so did the ARCA cars in August mm-hmm. too. So, um, another thing to uh, see. Cindric's not in this race. I figured Cindric would be in it, but the, they decide to enter the 33 car, so. Hmm. But 40 cars entered, 40 cars make the field. Xfinity and trucks both have more than 40 entered, so they're going to send people home. Like we talked about earlier, Jordan Anderson's probably not going to be in. Um, the 03 car's probably not going to be in for our motorsports because they didn't make the Daytona 500 because, or Daytona 5. The beef, it's what's for dinner, 300. There you go. I love that. That name was great. <clears throat> beef 300. Pretty good. It felt like NASCAR was fun again for a second. It was pretty cool. <laughs> um, any ideas on who's going to win? Uh, go trucks, trucks up, and truck Xfinity Cup. Trucks. Sheldon Creed was for some reason really fast there. Trophy in trucks. August. I I, I watched Trophy that. Trucks. Oh. Sorry, that's what you raced before. Okay, but that I mean. That's why. Trophy trucks doesn't really translate to that, but it's still if... road course. Yeah. Hey, more experience than most of those truck guys have on a road course. This is fair. This is fair. <laughs> I, I accept this. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say Sheldon Creed because he was really fast there in August. Um, Parker Kogeman would have been a good shout if he was in the truck, which he's not. Oh, Sam Mayer. Sorry. I know. Which they might Sam not even Mayer... be in the race. Sam Mayer's not gonna do well. Um. Xfinity, it's hard to bet against Austin Sindrick given the his competition. But we'll see. We'll see. Almondinger. We'll, Almondinger we'll should be starting up front too. Almondinger's gonna be in the race. Um We'll see. Justin Allgaier. Okay. Oh, I mean he'll be like that top five guy all day. He'll be, he'll be fifth. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be up I mean Justin Allgaier is a perfectly fine road course racer. I just uh Austin Sendrick and that Penske team have something, and, and I.J. Allmendinger is phenomenal. I think it'll be those two duking it out. What about Jeb? I think Jeb's going to be up there. Ben Carr. Come on, Jeb. I don't, know, I don't know how he is on the road courses, actually. <laughs> I actually quite like Je- Jeb Burton, but I don't know how he is on the on the road courses. I almost said Jeb Bush. Ugh. Ugh, just, a... for, just, just because of memes, I almost <laughs> said Jeb Bush. Jeb. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then no, Cup. No. Cup. Cup. It's hard to bet against Chase Elliott. It's really hard betting against Chase Elliott. He was really fast there. In the clash, he will be fast there he again. Wasn't, It'll be hard though. to beat him. Wasn't fast until he got to the front. He got and to the front. He, and then even then he got passed. Yeah, but I mean yeah. I mean you make a good point in that Ryan Blaney is the ultimate choke artist and couldn't drive away after running him down from, from three seconds back, but you know, no big deal. Um, oh, no, nah, I'm I'm gonna, I'm sticking with Chase Elliott. I think Chase Elliott is going to be fast. I think Denny Hamlin might have a have a good shout because Denny Hamlin's Hamlin's just, just good at Daytona. Just good at Daytona. He good wasn't at he Daytona. wasn't fantastic. I think he he wasn't quite great in he, bent, uh, in August, but he led he was a lot in the clash. Yeah, I, I think track positions is a bigger thing than they make it out to be on this track too. Um, That's yeah, just because you know, of the way that. Right. That infield's, it's not that the infield's technical, it's just that it's narrow. Um, really only go, you go two 
and then maybe three some of it but not not really yeah um just sucks that we're replacing auto club with this auto club's a crack um so this is gonna suck i'm gonna agree with you on the trucks i think it's i think brett moffitt will have a shot and i think he'll probably if he's up there like he was with uh creed in august i think he'll have a little more motivation to just move creed instead of trying to pass him clean um, now that they're not teammates, and especially because it seems like that was an ugly divorce between Moffat and GMS. <laughs> um, and plus, that would lock him in to the playoffs at the end of the year and kind of race until late last year. Hmm. Um, he even won a race. I don't even remember if he won a race last year. He had to. Up. Um, Xfinity, I'm going to go with Almondinger because I don't think Sindrick can win the two in a row, even though I think last year he won like three or four in a row. <laughs> Um, I just I, I think it's gonna be really hard for Cindric to win again. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Almendinger is probably gonna be again a little more aggressive now. That he's running full time for points too, and that team I'm assuming probably needs sponsorship. What's the best way to get sponsorship, Davey? In theory, besides 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 have a rich father or mother. I was gonna say, I was way? gonna say, where, where, what kind of answer are we looking for? <laughs> uh, winning winning races and and being up front and all that fun jazz. And having a good social media presence, go follow Mr. Tickles. Um, that's that's, that his, was... that's his cat. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Okay, uh, that, that was probably really weird for you then. I was like, "What the fuck?" Is, <laughs> Joe has lost his rocker. I'm gonna have to take the show over quicker than I thought. Dude, it's been late. I've been I've been broadcasting since like eight forty-five. It's almost it's yeah, it's, it's, it's midnight. midnight. It is almost February sixteenth. <laughs> Let's go, oh, man. Oh, this, man. Is, this will hopefully come out on February sixteenth. We'll see. Um. <laughs> anyways, um. Uh, what did I say? Almanary for Xfinity, because also I don't want to say, even though I'm a Penske Get guy. Get with it, Joe. Let's move along. Come on, buddy. Cup, seri- Cup Series. Uh, I'm going to go with Truex, because I, I, <laughs> that 19 life. was so quick. They were so quick, and I think James Small... Mm, but he wrecked. He did, but he also wrecked on the dirt, and mm, Truex doesn't suck. like driving on dirt. I don't suck. know. I don't bad. want him to win, Davey, but I think he's going to Suck and bad. But I just don't want Chase to win another Sick and tired of everyone being like, well, Chase is the road course. Best road course driver, second off the pace from Jimmy in the. <laughs> Tell me why Shit. I'm wrong in the in the description. Comments, you know, like interact with us here on JTM. Make sure you go like our Twitter and yell at me because I'm the one that runs everything. Yell at me on yeah. on the Twitter about why yeah. I'm wrong. Yell hey, at hey, Davey. Joe, you, Joe, you want to know something crazy? When I joined you in the booth on Saturday, it was it was in a different order than than we we've been used to. Was it? I, I changed it up. Yeah, hmm? well, I changed it up. I wasn't the last one in the booth. Yeah, look at him doing these transitions, Davey. USRL Atlanta throwback race. We threw it back to when you weren't winning every single race. You finished second. Stephen <laughs> Merzlak, your teammate, won. Mikey had a really good finish. Finished fourth. We so we talked to him too. But happy for my guys. Oh, um. Man. Talk to us about it. I mean, it was a fun experience for us up in the booth. Throwback night. Go buy your JTN throwback merch now on the JTN merch store. Get it's it. fantastic. I, I got to buy a hoodie or a t-shirt. Probably more likely a t-shirt. Anyways, uh, t- t- anything extra you want to take us through with that race? I mean, crazy um, race. It was, it was chaotic. It was slippery. <laughs> it was uh, everyone kind of stunk a little bit. And I flipped over and finished second. And that's all you need to know. 
congrats to Steven Merzlach and Michael Morata for pulling out some big runs when they need them. You didn't just flip over and finish second. You got pushed like all the way down the back straight away on your roof and finished second. Yeah. I did a sick grind. <laughs> like Tommy in Tommy's world. And the one and the win streak ended. Yeah, Tommy did some sick grinds too. Go watch Tommy's world. Um anyway, the win streak ended. It was fun while it lasted. It was great. This is rearing up to be a one of the my place. better sim racing seasons. So we're 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 heading we're heading there. Well, and right. you guys head to Indianapolis this weekend. We won't be on the call for that one. Next time we're on the call is when we're at uh when we're at Bristol, um in a few weeks' time, and we'll have a new Tommy's World. Then we'll have a race broadcast. Then check it out again. Like and subscribe everything on JTN because that's how you. Get notified when we go live for broadcast. Davey, you also did karting testing this weekend. I said we're going to try to, on here, uh, keep up with all that. How, how'd the tests go? First test with the new team. Um. Well, it was, uh, it was in doubts of happening, Joe. It was a rainy Sunday morning. It was a very damp track when we arrived in the morning. Um. You know, we decided to go ahead and shake it down, shake it down anyway, uh, because I've, I hadn't even sat in that cart. It's the, that is the, as far as go-karts that I'm trying to drive competitively and fast, that's the second one I will, I will have ever sit in since 2013. So <laughs> I needed to get at least some level of confidence in it, which I had none because it was wet. And my, my, my guy did not account for me being as long as I am. <laughs> so I was T-Rex arming it, and my legs were up to my nose and... It was a little scrunched up in there. The seat was a little small. It wasn't comfortable, but uh, we made made some comfort adjustments, and I got out there for a couple of runs. The track was kind of getting dry. Uh, we we're get we we're starting to get starting to get a little more confidence in it, but I just I needed seat time. I needed to be be in a pack with people, and you know that the last run, um, the guy who put together the car, his name his name is Kenner. He was uh he was kind of doing a little bit of leading, and I was following him, and uh, I needed that a lot because. I needed to get back in the rhythm. I needed to find my reference points. I needed to kind of get back into that zone of, of driving at that track. Cause I hadn't been there since last July, uh, but, but once. So it, it, it had been like literally in, in the last year, I had only gone one time. So I needed, I needed to get some confidence back up in the track in general. And the go-kart was new and it was, it was really tough. Um, I, mean, I got a lot of work to do. I was falling out of that fucking seat. <laughs> I was, I was wore out. I was slap wore out COVID. <gasps> yeah, you know, I was, I was, I was all bent out of shape, but um, we broke some stuff. It is what it is. I'd rather break stuff on a test day than break it on the race day, and that was why that test day, even though it was only a few runs, was was a success. I think when we come around to next week, hopefully it's dry. Hopefully the hopefully it's a little more comfortable. You know, get some get get a better sleep, and uh, I can have a little bit more confidence in the go kart, and we can be a little more comfortable and and. Uh, really lock some laps and get used to it because it's so much different than the last cart that I drove. Anyway, um, I'll, I'll update you when's on that, that. When's the next when test? Get... This weekend? Uh, the, the first race of the season's this weekend. Oh, boy. So. It's not a test. It's trial by fire for Davey Hazard. I got, I, got, I got two more, probably like 10-minute practice sessions before I got I to gotta hunker down and race it. <laughs> hey, that's more than NASCAR, so you should be well enough to do it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But, uh... All right, I think we got through everything, Davey. You did a good job keeping us on track there. Not too long of an episode, for as much as we talk, as much as we talked about, we talked about a lot in this episode. Yeah. Um, but where can they find out more about you? 
Uh, you can find out more about me on Twitter at Davy Hazard, on Instagram at D7H5, and on Twitch at D7H5er with an ER at the end. On Twitch is where I'll be streaming that Indianapolis USRL Cup Series race that Joe talked about, him not broadcasting. I'll be streaming it from my point of view. I'll have a camera on my face. You'll be able to see it. It's very pretty. And that will be this Saturday at around 9.30, 10.30. I might start the stream early to uh, have some pre-race vibes with some music and, and, and set up building and practice and whatnot. So, Ivan. Uh, you can, again, all his links down in the description because I'll put links in the description because that's yes, what we do. do. Um, another way, if you want to find more driver streams, if maybe Davey's not your favorite driver, as we're finding out, Davey's not everyone's favorite driver for some reason, even though he's I couldn't believe it. outspoken. Um <laughs> Couldn't believe it. You know who you are. Um, uh, you follow, uh, make sure you follow JTN on Twitter. That's again linked below. We always try to um, when we're not streaming the USRL because you know we pretty much stream all their races except for six or eight or whatever it ends up being. I think it's eight. Um, we always try to put driver stream links because a lot of drivers stream normally even when we're broadcasting. So you, if you follow us on there, you'll get all those links too. And then they're, you know, convenient on your phone or on your computer. So uh, you can check out my Twitter linked below as well. JTN's Twitter, JTN's Facebook page. Um, again, guys, hit the like button. Subscribe. That is the best way to help us. If you want to buy some dank fake racers podcast merch, he just did an eye roll in his head. Um, you can go to the JTN merch store. That's also linked below. It's it's called Spring now, I guess, is not teespring it's spring davy because you know we're, we're things are apparently um gotta remember gotta remember um but hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week you're psyched for the best season ever in nascar going road course racing week two so we got two wild cards one two on the schedule and we will see you guys next time bristol's ready to go to bed i'm ready to go to bed see ya good night boys